everyone i'm zach again i'm christine evelyn and i'm carlo hey uh happy halloween everyone this is i guess counts Woo! as a halloween episode i'm oh, not in costume does. sadly dude i don't even know what week it is anymore i'm so <laughs> yeah you've been traveling all over the place you got a uh, you brought us whiskey from japan though so thank uh, you yes, you're pretty uh, much the cheers, best cheers everyone cheers can we Bye-bye. clink a little bit of a clink oh that, that counts <laughs> yeah. here that probably registered oh. there we go yeah, oh, uh, Nikka Coffee Malt Whiskey. It's very good. Hint of coffee. 45% alcohol, just in case you are wondering. So this podcast tonight is brought to you by whiskey. So <laughs> <laughs> Coffee whiskey from Japan. Yes. Yeah, I know. Delicious as it is. Uh, so yeah, speaking of Japan, uh, yes. I also brought gifts back for the podcast. Uh, you did. Yes. Uh, so when I go to Japan, and I've been there twice now, so... When I go to Japan, <laughs> all those times all that those I go to Japan, I, go, uh, I make it a point to go to Akihabara, and because that's where everything exists in Japan that I love. <laughs> uh, and I go to a place called Super Potato. So the Super Potato is a place that sells retro used games and stuff like that, and it's kind of known internationally as like one of like the better game shops in the world because there's stuff there you can find you can't find anywhere else oh, it's sure. kind of like in recent years not been as great as it used to be but i mean that's just how it's gone mainstream are. now yeah kind of <laughs> but it's like like i'm you talking about like you cool. can find you can find stacks of like super famicoms in nice. good that's condition awesome. and like you know from like so retro gaming from all the way like i was this close to buying a neo geo oh. um, there's like it's like a, it's like 100 bucks 200 bucks sometimes um there's like yeah old nes's like pretty much everything you can think of, and were it's you, just so cool. Were you just in Tokyo this time, or did you get out into uh, any of the surrounding? So, so like, uh, we actually were able to spend a day in Kyoto. Oh, nice! Where nice. we saw Nintendo's original, uh, the playing card Nintendo, like the yeah, building. their oh, initial, like, their initial yeah. run. And then I also recently found out that uh, the one of the shrines there, Mount Inari, the shrine. Apparently, they have like the red gates, and that's what inspired um, the sort of gameplay for Star Fox. Because oh. he would kind of oh, yeah, fly yeah, through the gates. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the gates. Of, yeah. I, remember, I forget. Was it Miyamoto who talked about that? I think that? it was it's, Miyamoto, yeah. Yeah. It was like, I think he lives in Kyoto, so. Yeah. He's um, a big fan of, you know, taking So it was kind of funny because me and uh, my coworkers, we all went up the mountain and we decided to go down a different path than we came up. Because why? I don't know. One of my coworkers I thought it was a great idea. Uh, so we went down this back path and we like had no idea where we are. We weren't sure we were going to find civilization again. Then we walk out, walk out down a couple of streets, and turns out, boom, right there, Nintendo headquarters. Nice. Oh, huh. awesome. Which we had been looking for, and we're like, huh. Well, that solves that, guys. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and at Super Potato, they have a bunch of things, including Pokemon plushies. <gasps> Ooh. So yes. I bought a bunch of Pokemon plushies depending on different aspects. I remember what you guys had talked about. So <laughs> I remember Evelyn saying that, uh, this Pokemon was one of her favorites. Yes! Oh my god! Oh my yes! It's a Mimikyu. So uh, Evelyn I just love, got a Mimikyu plushie. I love my Mimikyu so much in this game that I like lost my mind when I caught it in. It's oh my god! So in Moon. Oh, it's so cute. Oh my god! <laughs> yep. If you could Squish. see her face right now, I mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, I had trouble finding 
trying to pick one for you because I wasn't sure, but I did get you one of the cuter Ooh. ones. <gasps> Volpix. Oh, nice. Christine gets a Volpix plushie. All right. And uh, for you, Zach, uh, because Nine Tails, how embarrassing. Smash is very okay. close to dear, both yes, of our Yes, it hearts, is. I've got you a oh, Lucario. Lucario. Nice. Nice. Uh, now I've got to like reach over. Here, just chuck it. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, they they almost never have plushies of my favorite Pokemon, which is yes. Heracross. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen. I did not see any Heracross. <laughs> they have produced one though. Oh, yeah. you got a Cyndaquil. And then I got my favorite <laughs> Cyndaquil, which is very near and dear to my heart because uh, Silver used to be was one of the major games that I played a lot ton of. I thought Typhlosion was badass because he could use Thunder Punch. It would screw all the free alligators over. <laughs> so I picked Cyndaquil as mine. But uh, yeah, it's so smiley. We've all got plushies, and now everyone, I'm sure, is hearing all that, like, crumpling of plastic and, and stuff like that. the sound of me taking a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll all just have, like, plushies in our arms the whole yes. podcast. Maybe we should take a group photo after. We really we should. I'll try and, like, put it on Imgur and, like, attach it to the podcast somehow. I yeah. look so lazy today, but that's okay. <laughs> all right, so uh, that has been my recent week, minus video games. Yeah, uh, so, I mean... On the brief subject, while we're talking about Nintendo headquarters, or while you had mentioned it, let's at least get the uh, the elephant out of the room. How many of us are playing Odyssey tonight slash tomorrow? Well, I'm pretty sure Am it's all you <laughs> Nintendo people. Yeah. <laughs> and it depends on if Amazon actually delivers it on the yeah, day that, for that, one. There's Which that, there's they're that probably one. enormously lying about the fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, so like, to be fair, I did, I had ordered something from Amazon and they got me Persona 5 like two days before or a day before it came out before mm. yeah. A, yeah see when it's something i'm excited about they always are like we'll deliver it on the 16th and then the 16th rolls around and i'm like you motherfuckers didn't bring me so, my goddamn thing i was so, so excited the for. other part about that was that i pre-ordered that like two years in advance <laughs> yeah i literally pre-ordered honestly like, like as, when yeah. they announced it yeah as soon as <laughs> as soon as i knew that there was like a uh, a special edition for uh persona 5 i ordered it and it's like oh i got it super early this is great so I literally went home and started playing Persona 5. The last yeah. time I trusted Amazon to deliver me something on the first day as opposed to like going to GameStop and picking it up myself was a uh, uh, DVD of a show that I really like that there's no basically no other way to watch it. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited to get it. And then Amazon <laughs> didn't come. And I was like on the phone with customer service. And the guy's like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I know we said we were going <laughs> to oh, deliver it today. No. We didn't deliver it to you today. And I what I said was... Sigh, okay. But what I was thinking was, I would like a personal apology from Jeff Bezos himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a helpline for particularly people who are having issues with like Amazon shipments. Like, there's an actual helpline for that, like separate that goes. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. I was so mad, and it thus, came. It came the next day. That's why Aww. I got the online purchase. I thought that would be a smart way to go, is to not be waiting on any physical delivery. But yeah, all the reviews just started coming out today. Like you check it's all pretty unanimous. Say all them words again. Unanimously, well praised. Yeah, it seems like it's sort of a similar thing to Breath of the Wild, where everyone's just like, I think it's even. I think it's even beyond Breath of the Wild. I've seen less, like in terms of like number scores, I've seen less tens. But I've seen... really because like I see, I feel like I see, I thought I saw a lot more like, like just barely good enough, like kind of like four point fives or nines. Then I have like I've seen like well, that's what I mean. I've Breath seen probably more the spread on Zelda's a little bit wider. Wider, yeah. I'd I'd say I've seen more like again numbers as a aren't 
everyone is reviewing with not everyone is reviewing with numbers that's better grammar uh but <laughs> at the same time you know i see i've seen more like 9.5 to 10s than i did like i saw more in the eights for breath of the wild but i yeah. also saw way more tens for breath of the wild yeah because so we'll i see i want to say that yeah. like partially in like this it's not really having played odyssey um but i want to say that perhaps breath of the wild had a, was a lot more of a change for the Zelda, yes. for the Zelda environment, and it was something that needed way more invigorating, reinvigorating than Mario did. Because like, when was Mario's it? Mario. Yeah, when yeah, was, was the like, last Mario game that came out? I mean, uh, well, 3D, 3D World, 3D World, uh, a long time ago. But like, yeah. that's the first like 3D Mario game. Like, if you yeah. go to 2D stuff, it's like Super Mario Maker, and that shit was fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that, that killed fun. it. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be really interesting. I'm super excited to play it. Everyone's talking about how. I mean, this is their first really true 3D game since since Galaxy 2. I mean, 3D World certainly counts as a 3D game, yeah, but that's more of like, but it's not really. It's yeah. more of a traditional Mario game. I mean... Or traditional, quote-unquote. Yeah. Like, it's more like a 2D Mario game that is spread into 3D than, like, a Galaxy or 64 kind of thing. And yeah. I'm really excited to give it a shot. I mean, it's Mario's always been, like, the the goofy, fun one of the Nintendo mascots, so yeah. that should be it it should be at least something that'll make me smile. I would like to say that you compared it to both Galaxy and sixty four and skipped over the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> well I did skip Sunshine, but uh, you know Oh, I love Sunshine though. I will never never uh <laughs> I give liked, up a point to shit talk Sunshine. I like okay. so I think on the last podcast we actually talked about how I was going back and playing yeah. all the older Mario. You guys games. talked yeah. about it very extensively. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but I was gonna say I did actually get to playing some Sunshine and it doesn't age very well. <laughs> nope. Yeah. You know, but uh, one side note though for Odyssey that I'm actually really interested to see if it'll be in, uh good is for the co-op because you can actually switch out of your normal story mode into yeah. co-op right. at any time. Huh. Which and means that if you don't have to wait around for the same person to come around to continue playing with them. That's nice. Which is pretty cool. Anyone yeah. can play as the cap at any time, which yeah. seems overpowered. Yeah. But, so, you know. I remember when the Switch was announced. People were a little skeptical about it. It's gimmicky. It's not got enough battery life. It doesn't have enough memory. Blah, oh, blah, dude, blah. It's, it's, but no they have just life. been knocking it out of the park yeah. one after Nintendo another. Nintendo is having a fantastic year. I will also like, say that killing it. Uh, I really, really, really like Fire Emblem Warriors. <laughs> I want to get it. Like, I mean, yeah, he's literally just... mentioning that earlier. It's a hack and slash. Sure, no, it's, but... it's fucking Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Like, it's a stupid. Fine. You fucking sound like Dynasty you're being Warriors. condescending towards Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> yeah, you better shut your you mouth. Know what? I am fucking being condescending towards <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. How dare you? It is a terrible <laughs> game. <laughs> One, it of is great, one of the greatest PlayStation 2 games of all fucking, time. <laughs> it, no, it's come out from the PlayStation 1 all the way to now. It's rehashed Smash the same Square, three Smash Kingdom stories. Yes, and it's amazing. No, but I, I mean, I think... <laughs> like, it, okay, so like, if it is way better than Hyrule Wars, and it fits Fire Emblem yeah, way I mean, better. The Warriors style fits Fire Emblem way better than it did that Hyrule. That is absolutely the kind of thing where it's like, this is emerging that I felt like, oh, this has to happen. And yeah, I mean, I just... <sighs> I spent my budget on Overcooked, it's about to be Golf Story, and uh, Super Mario Odyssey for the Switch, but, you know, my next month budget is going to include Fire Emblem Warriors. It looks really fucking fun. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I, pop I probably powered through most of it, 
uh, at this point. So like and 15, 20, that's like typical for Dynasty yeah, Warriors. Yeah, it's like a 15, yeah. 20. I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot of extra side content that's actually kind of cool where you get to play through some of the original Fire Emblem story stuff. Hmm. Um, you don't really actually, it's, it's like sort of playing through it. It's a lot, a lot more like t- mini game time attacks and stuff like that. But uh, it does take the sort of Fire Emblem stuff really well. Like you still have the weapon triangle and stuff like that. Um, it's a little bit, it feels way more like a actual strategic game than the original Dynasty Warriors did where like <laughs> Dynasty Warriors was like, you go to X, Fair. you go from base to base, you kill in everything in sight and with you're no trouble. <laughs> yeah. With no trouble. And I mean, it's still like that, but like you didn't really have to worry about your AI yeah. characters here. You can actually switch between four different characters at any given time on the battlefield. And when you're not controlling them, you either have to direct them and say like, go attack this or they're basically, they basically become derpy. Like they don't yeah. know what to do. They get they will get fucked. That does sound okay. like it's a more interesting game. Yes. Yeah. So it's a lot a lot of balancing trying to figure oh, I'm gonna send this person here because they're stronger against this type of weapon over here and I need to run all the way across the map in order to get to this place. It's like That's very fire emblem y. Yeah. Is there some of the like so one of the things I've noticed that the Warriors games are getting better about... It still has Muso mode. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of the Warriors games, it seems like, are getting slowly better about incorporating like the feel of the game that they're warriorsifying. Like, yeah, Hyrule yeah. Warriors had elements that was like, okay, like I see you're trying to bring in some Zelda here, and it seems like from what I can tell with the Fire Emblem stuff, they're really trying to bring yeah, in there's still, there's the like, Fire Emblem feel. There's, like, class upgrades and stuff like that, and, like, the way the upgrade system works kind of well, it's, like, depending on, like, what you get. It's not too bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a notification on my phone that it actually it has shipped for my Aussie, so I'll probably <laughs> oh, actually fuck, get it tomorrow. There we go. Unlike Breath of the Wild. There we go. <laughs> So one thing I think that was announced on the subject of the Switch since the last time we met was that uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon for Pokemon is the last Pokemon game that will come out on the 3DS. It's going to yep. be the Switch next time. Yep. Yeah. That looks like the... there's a Switch in my future. I mean, Yay! it also looks like that. That, that is that is also probably the most clearest that Nintendo has been about the 3DS being end of life cycle. Yeah, yeah. which is weird. I mean, like they have been forever. super. Well, they, not even that, but they've been super like. Yeah, doing... we're still going to release games for it, like met- this new Metroid yeah. game and stuff like that, but we're not yeah. really going to say... I mean, it's been the most successful the console on Earth for like the better part of a decade, so I can understand why they'd be so hesitant to say that it's they're killing it yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's weird to think about... I mean, so they just did like 2DS, I'm assuming, I think... Am I like... Oh yeah, they just yes. released a new 2DS, right? Like a, a Super Mario 2DS. The, yeah, they yeah. just released the 2DS thing. A new 2DS, I think, or whatever. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, maybe that will be the new jam and the DS continues to live forever. I don't no. know. But, uh, yeah, it's it, I would be very sad to think of a world without the DS, which is weird because it's like, but it's been so much of a constant for, yeah, well over a decade I now. mean, you, we, could, yeah. we could always argue, like, there have been refreshes, right? Like the yeah. DSi, DS Lite, to, to the new 3D DS and the new 3DS... No, Which, you I know, Microsoft is somewhat copying with, like, their Xbox One S, X, D, L. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I mean to you be fair, that, that's at least a little better than saying, okay, this is going to be the same product, but we're going to put new in no, front of it. No, absolutely, absolutely. And it's not like every other console maker isn't doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, they, no. we've hit that point. We've absolutely hit yeah, that point. Yeah, the technology is... Welcome to the phone version of console. Yeah, ah. it, I, everyone seems to be, you know... <laughs> Hitting you better upgrade your Xbox every year. Yeah, hitting the Apple model. Now, wow. I mean, 
once we have, I mean, you can get financing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Has anyone true. here pre-ordered the Scorpio? Whatever they the called X, that man. Xbox the X, One yeah. Well, there's like no reason to. Yeah, I'm going to get probably uh, uh, whatever. No, no, no. It's the X, not the S. Sorry, yeah. the S is the new one. The thing I'll is probably... like, I can't, I can't, even I can't justify it. And I'm the crazy person here that tries to buy everything. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably going to get an S, the like, quote unquote older generation yeah. mm-hmm. the minute that my 360 dies because I'm still like just holding on to that and it I still mean, plays so yeah. many great games that I'm just like it's ah, like I don't know but I just like, love this 360 and that would just like make me not have it the anymore the problem with that though is that your 360 will never die <laughs> it's, uh, that's what's yeah. gonna happen yeah I've been mean, like, like relying on the fact that it's like oh it's just gonna red ring and I mean it's yeah. like it, it won't mine is on like it's last legs like I can definitely tell it like every time I turn it on when I haven't turned it on for a while it has like the single red ring but I'll just like restart it and then it's fine yeah but it's like I can tell that it's like uh, one day I will turn it on and it will be like nope the thing can't, is, is like the only real reason for you, at least for me, seeing you, for your use case, would be to play some of those old 360 games that they're backwards compatible. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, I guess. Well, I guess you also don't have a PC. Because it's like, what name an Xbox game that hasn't come out to PC? An Xbox exclusive. Uh, you can't because it's play yeah, anywhere. N- now they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, like literally every game. The only game that is still up in the air for that is is halo yeah i'm gonna have to i mean there's we're hitting the point where some of the franchises that i follow and really love is are n- cuphead play anywhere uh, yeah it's yeah. pc huh. it's on steam it's oh, not even yeah. play anywhere I didn't know it's, that. it's on steam they just like they <laughs> right right, it's right. Just, it's on consoles it's an xbox exclusive but it's on steam yeah but no uh i like we're it's hitting the point where the a lot of the franchises that i follow and i'm a like great fit for the switch fairly mm, yes. not like emotionally attached to but the stuff where i'm like i want to continue the story like tomb raider i'm sure any moment we're gonna get an announcement of the next one in that series oh yeah that, that should be a good one oh, it's probably... and i'll have to get a new console for that yeah. there's no way around that <laughs> yeah you could always just go to the dark side and join the pc master <laughs> join the pc one yeah yeah that's where i'm at <laughs> it might end up heading in that direction we'll see though Cause like, yeah cause i was it, talking with friends who were spending like crazy oh, yeah. money on mm-hmm. graphics cards to keep up and i'm just like <laughs> uh, i mean so gonna... so the thing is the thing is just like those are like the enthusiasts right like yeah like i will admit that again i have a problem i have a <laughs> <laughs> I have a 1080 Ti. I, uh, there's no I, real reason I for me to have a 1080 Ti. I just tried to buy a 1080, and I couldn't because it was sold out on Amazon. Those Bitcoin mining fucks. Keep <laughs> me from getting them. I mean, so actually, interesting side note. Miners don't buy 1080s because they use too much power. Huh. Hmm. They use 1070s what? because it's a, it's more efficient to hash rate to power. To clock it to but, something else? Yeah. Okay. Uh, why the hell is it sold out then? Boo. Be- because... Because enough people because buy it. Because it is holiday me. season, and look at yeah. all these games coming out, and I oh, don't know what to do with my season. life. It is tough. It's like, tough. Yeah, we're I about was... to just get wrecked here. Before in like we a launch month. into Destiny, which is the obvious transition point <laughs> that we're at right now, <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about one more thing that's Nintendo-related, which is... <gasps> <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Uh, Animal Crossing on mobile. Oh, yeah. yeah. God, that, that's going to be... That is so weird. It's going to be an interesting... Is it an, so what kind of game this. is it? Is what? it an idle game? Uh, I don't know. I like. I think it's yeah. going to be... It's like, going to be an idle game. It's right? going to be an idle game yeah. mixed with like 
standard Animal Crossing fare, I, mean, I would okay, think. As long I mean, as it's from not... Perfect for from that. the promos that they've shown, it looks like Animal Crossing. Yeah, and that's the most important thing. If it looks I guess, and feels like Animal Crossing, then there you go. I guess when you think about it, Animal Crossing is an idle game. Yeah, it really is. It is. Like, it is. When you kind of think about it, like, fuck. I mean, it's the kind of game that you th- play, like, I don't know. I On think of it bus. like yeah, or like uh, the Sims kind of thing. Which now that I think about it, would be pretty killer for the Switch is just to have that kind of little bit of interaction that you can just do whatever with. So yeah, I mean it'll be. So yeah, do you really know? Interesting. Do, we, do we know when that's coming out? Oh, uh, let me look it up because uh, I thought it was like mid-November. Yeah, it's so, soon. It's they, really yeah. soon. They kept so, it so, totally under wraps, and it's soon. well. So there's an Animal Crossing game. I want to say there's another Nintendo mobile game coming out as well, alongside with it. Uh, it's not as cool. Uh, I had remembered what, Whatever the... it is, it was so swamped under the Animal Crossing news that I did not even see it. <laughs> you know, I also like how for that direct, they literally were like, by the way, we're not talking about anything except for this mobile app. We're not announcing <laughs> anything yeah. beyond Oh, no, this. no, yeah. yeah. What I was thinking was that, um, what was it? They, I know they had a Shin Megami Tensai uh, they had Nintendo the, Direct, uh, which was like yeah. super weird to me. Well, they I was had, like, what? They had Super what? Mario Run, which yeah, was yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. a hit for them. But yeah. really, was I it? Mean, I mean, it was. Everyone no, no, fi- like so. Yeah, everyone. You get to a point, and then you can never play it again. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, enough. Hey, I heard downloaded it. That it. it was I a heard hit. Fire Emblem Heroes was actually really, really that cool. I've yeah, heard that very really good well. things about. It ended up being more successful than than I thought it was going to be. I mean, it's basically Fire Emblem in bite-sized format. As, I don't know. Yeah. I, I need I need a real Fire Emblem cut. <laughs> yeah. Fire oh, Emblem Warriors is just a, it's just a holdover for me right now. But see now Animal Crossing the addiction can spread to the people who don't own 3ds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Come I mean, to like, my it, village. <laughs> I, I'm sort of like visit me. <laughs> It'd be really funny if it. Leave me gold. You know, it'd be really crazy. Let me give you a gift. <laughs> All this fruit. Ooh, you have cherries. <laughs> It'd be really crazy if this Animal Crossing game is actually a Clash of Clans clone. <laughs> that would be so weird. But I it's... don't even say horrible things like yeah, that. Yeah, that would, that would make me sad. Uh, that would make me so very you, sad. I'm pretty sure you laughed high enough that you popped the... You literally <laughs> you may have, I, may have blown Laughing in horror. <laughs> may have blown out the mic. Yeah, you I, totally it, blew out the mic. Sorry. I'm trying to find the release date. I'm not sure. I'm going to say it's just November. I, I feel like it's just sometime in November. Yeah, just in time for holidays, so you can get your new phone. Well, I mean, so yeah, <laughs> get your new phone and get your entire family sitting around the Christmas tree playing playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, Animal like Crossing. this week is kind of ridiculous, right? Like you have Odyssey yeah. coming out, Destiny Two just came out on PC. Like we can we can sort of talk about Destiny Two, but it's not really like I it's don't think it's actually going to take. Yeah, it's just not going to it's not yeah. going to take that much. It's yeah. like let's, I'm finally playing Destiny Two. I mean, how yeah. can you possibly not? Uh, the the release date officially, I found it just now, is indeed late November. Yeah. So probably just around Thanksgiving, just in time for holiday season. You know. Oh, yeah. This sounds like a great way to distract myself from my uh, my occasional Thanksgiving family drama. <laughs> Ooh, perfect. 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 It's like, whoop! I'm going to play some Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, so Destiny is. It's more fucking Destiny. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's Destiny. <laughs> it's it's an MMO, first person shooter essentially. You shoot stuff. It feels really fucking good. Get some gear. It looks real fucking raids. pretty. Get your light level up. Uh, watch the numbers go up and up and up, <laughs> and watch as more loot drops and drops and drops as the numbers go up and up and up. Um, that said, it's like uh, actually playing through it since I didn't play through it on the console. It there's a lot more story there, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the things that people really had feedback on on the first game when it yeah. first released was that there was no story. Yeah. 
Um, and they, I mean, they did such a good job of taking feedback onto the second one. The thing one. is, it's, I want to almost say it's just a little bit too much. Not in like a certain sense of a story dump, but like there was this kind of mystere about the original Destiny where it's kind of like it kind of hinted at a lot of stuff, but it didn't really give you everything. And had yeah. you, you had to kind of discover and figure things out. Do they sort of silver platter it for you now? Kind of, yeah. It's like they kind of everything is pretty obvious what's happening. And you're like, OK, I know where this is going. It, it cool. seems it's like, let's get back the team back together. It's a little. Yeah, it's a little less mysterious, which is. Uh, a little, a little. It's probably a good thing, in terms of overall. Yeah. Like, I mean, in terms of overall, having things be less. Yeah, they definitely overcorrected, but they didn't like super overcorrect. Like it was just, yeah. it's just like a minor, minor complaint. Okay. Have you gotten towards like any of the end game content yet? Uh, or... No, I'm, I'm still kind of pushing through the most of the story content. I'm playing through it with a couple of friends. Uh, it's yeah. So far, it's like. I'm leveling really fast. Like it t- I think it took me in one night, and I got from one to level twelve, which seemed it was like after like maybe two or three hours of like constant gameplay. Okay, it's not too bad. Yeah, Max is the level. So Max then, is level twenty, but and then, then you have light, which the just light like level, keeps... which keeps going up. <laughs> I mean, I think the hard cap right now is around three ten, maybe. Uh, but like, yeah, like the light level is really the thing that matters. And I have yet to play Crucible, but I do remember in the beta, it was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's that's Destiny news. What else is coming out? Uh, my entire mind is just like Odyssey. consumed with how much I want to play Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I talked about Fire Emblem Warriors a little bit. Um, I did play a lot more Golf Story. That game is really fucking. Yeah, good. that's like next on my list. I, like I said, that I way better I'm than has any right to, be. to get it. It has some. It has like some really good humor. Like there's some yeah. things that plays around with the text effects that are just like. Wow. Oh, I was going to say, I actually ended up playing ARMS at a friend's house. Oh, really? Really recently, which I got to say, it's pretty fun. I don't really like the motion controls part of it. But I hear uh, it's like the way to play, to right? do it. <laughs> you, you, I mean, like, that's like a very fun thing to do with your friends. But I, I mean, if I was playing it just like well, more I heard... seriously than just, yeah. oh, I'm at a friend's here. Can we try this? Then I'd probably want to just do like controller, like smash style. Well, I heard that. So what I've heard is the weird thing is that you can't control each arm individually unless you do motion. Uh, you can. You uh, can? You can. Yes. Okay. So that's not a, that, okay. So I was misinformed then. Yeah. So you, at least, you know, from what I'd seen of it, you can control each arm individually. There's like. It's definitely meant to be more physical, like, and it's fun to be that super physical, crazy thing, yeah. but, I mean, it's fun. It's the kind of thing where I barely got into it, mm-hmm. so it didn't seem particularly deep. I was more or less just bush- button mashing, yeah. uh, and, you know, some, some of the people who I've seen play it are like, nope, it, it can get pretty deep once you get into it, but, yeah. I mean, I haven't got deep enough into it to really say, but it was fun. It was oh. enough that it was like... I would love it as a party game. Like, if I could play four-player arms, that would be so much fun. Yeah, like, but, as a local multiplayer thing. Yeah, but, I mean, it's obviously not the kind of game that's really built for that. It's built for kind of one-on-one, uh, which is fine. I mean, it's it seems to be fairly good at that. But, yeah. it, it you know, it's something that I wish there was a bit more... It's weird because as a competitive Smash fan, I d- like, <laughs> the less kind of, like, crazy chaos from items it's more about actual skill but i kind of want more crazy chaos from arms than i got 
Yeah, because like Smash is really what that is now, right? Yeah, and, and like Smash for casual is you know absolutely all about the for casual. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean that very like without any hint of like judging at all or any hint of like looking down on casual play for Smash is yes, more that's fun. What we, so how uh, people it's more fun. It is more fun than competitive play without yeah. a doubt. So I was saying like, oh, what other games came out? I started looking at a list of games that came out, and then I started realizing why I was panicking because i don't have enough time um, <laughs> it was like it was even sorely disappointed that i had to come to this thing because i was like fuck i need to play some destiny <laughs> see it's, it's a addiction. good thing though we did this today instead of tomorrow because you know three four well, tomorrow tomorrow you're fine. so like yeah um other games that i i need to play or you're welcome all to play as well um uh that have come out recently is uh, something i'm playing is the new south park game oh yeah oh, fractured oh, fractured but whole Yes. That uh, looks very funny. You gotta, you gotta funny. say that real careful. Yeah. Um, yeah. It It's more of, it is actually a little, it's actually, the mechanics of the game are way different. Not, okay, not too different, but they actually added stuff on top of, in terms of gaming cats, on top of the original game. Yeah, yeah, It's a little bit like, it's I don't know if you very, ever. It's a very good spiritual, or not spiritual sequel. It's a very good yeah. sequel, though. It keeps the, oh, the yeah. spirit of the original yeah, game it feels, really well. It feels like you're watching a South Park episode still. Um, <laughs> the humor is still there. It's still really good. There's It's a lot of fan service, but that's what I expect from a game like that. Um, there's a lot of the newer stuff. Um, the combat is like kind of like, I don't know if anyone played Mega Man Battle Network. No, no, I didn't actually. Oh, I've never one. even heard of Mega Man Battle. So, it, or so this is kind of like maybe in a very Fire Emblem esque thing where you have a grid map, right? And each attack has its own attack that like hits a different part of the grid, and that's why I kind of like go back to the uh, Mega Man uh, Battle Network thing because that's that sort of game, mm-hmm. and it's like you know this time it's superheroes instead of like Skyrim, right? Yeah. So it's it's kind of making fun of Avengers, which it does pretty well. Uh, there's that coming out. Uh, so, another thing that did come out was the new Jackbox. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I played it. I don't really like it. I don't it. like it either. It's not good. It's not no, good. I haven't seen anything I feel, about it. I, I regret totally spending happening. money on it. Uh, it's the only thing that's on it that's like particularly fun to play just because it's interesting. is Fibbage. Well, it's not, but even even the even the questions aren't that good. No, I mean, what I mean is, there's the new Fibbage mode. It's not even that good, though. It's it I it has potential, but it's not good enough. No, and all the other games are like fine, I guess. Yeah, because like I think part of the fun of of like Jackbox was being being funny and quipping. Yeah, and doing your own crazy shit. Like Jackbox Three is my favorite Jackbox they've ever done. Trivia Murder Party is amazing. Trivia Murder Party is so much fun. The T-shirt KO might be their best one they've done. It's like that one's just so fun. They're all like every single game, and that was just like bam, this is a hit. And yeah, four. I'm just like, ah, none of this is like that fun to play. Unfortunately. Yeah. You're saying it's a five. Um. So (laughs) something I think. Some people here might be interested. Uh, if ever you played Resident Evil Four and liked it, I did. Yes. Play Evil Within Two. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, it's Resident Evil Four. All right. Better. Fair enough. It's like yeah, it's a sequel to the Evil Within, which was not that good of a game. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. But I hear that this one is like, if you liked RE Four, this is the game for you. All right. Um, I mean, RE Four was pretty good, pretty universally considered yeah. to be amazing. That's why I said, like, I need to, I need to play it because I heard I've, it kind of like came out of nowhere for me in the sense that I didn't expect it to be good, but it's like super interesting. Uh, and then just to kind of get through the rest of these things, there are a couple PAX games that just came out that I saw, like uh, Party Golf came out on the Nintendo Switch, which mm, is a really yeah, yeah. interesting golf game. 
So it's, it's the year of golf, really. It, clearly. I mean, yeah, like, everyone's just like, golf, let's bring it back. It seems like, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's... There, what's the other golf game on this? Infinite Mini Golf is another one that I saw that like twenty seventeen, the year of golf games. Yeah, why? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. Um, they need something to calm us. Yes, yeah. nice, <laughs> relaxing. That, that is very. Although fair. anyone who's ever played golf with friends, there's nothing relaxing about that game. No, no. it just makes you want to violently murder or, everyone you yeah. know. Golf with, <laughs> but digital golf. I feel like on. any game that says with friends yeah. is deliberately designed to destroy those friendships. Yes. Yeah. Um, Did you just knock me out of the way again? <laughs> what? Oh. Uh, yeah. uh, if the only way Overcooked could be worse is if it was called Overcooked with Friends. <laughs> yeah. That game rarely makes me want to murder my friends. Uh, debatable. It depends on the rarely. friends you play with. It depends well, on who you play with. I, okay. I have some trolls who just are like laughing maniacally as they push us you know, with our food over the edge. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> They're definitely they, that game makes me rage at myself more than it makes me rage at everyone else when I fall off the ice for the seventeenth consecutive yeah, yeah. time. That's very fair. Uh, so yeah, just to round it out uh, for things that are coming out like major releases uh, on the same day that Odyssey comes out. Unfortunately, uh, you have the new Assassin's Creed or Assassin's oh, Creed Origins, about that. which, that's right. oh, which looks which looks interesting. It just be just because they took a year off. I'm interested to see what they did. Yeah, uh, it then, looks good from what I've seen, yeah. but I've just never really enjoyed an Assassin's um, Creed game. And personally. then from what we talked about last week, Wolfenstein yes, is coming out yes, too. Wolfenstein yeah. is coming out. I, as totally I want to play about that. that. And, yeah, it looks uh, really fun. I was. It looks so fun. I'm curious to see. Did I talk about? Yeah. So how it? Yeah. Does I hear it's people are saying it's good. Yeah, everyone like all the it's reviews pr- from I've a heard, gameplay perspective, it's really good. All the reviews I've heard have said it's really good. I'm curious to see like I mean if I people think all are... this free publicity the game got, it's probably going to be pretty successful. You would think, yeah, I would think but so. I the I thing know. is like it's hard the, to say. The thing is, it's like, like it's like it's always been like kind of second. Uh, I would say like you know punching second tier to. Uh, Doom. Yeah, I was gonna say exactly that. I mean, dating back to the beginning of Wolfenstein, it's all like it's always been like the thing that's like Doom, but it's not Doom. It's never had that much publicity, but it's gonna be interesting yeah. now that Doom has really like gone harder for the multiplayer angle. If Wolfenstein can kind of take, I mean, the... it, it sort of has, but I think Doom's single player was like the real star of that campaign of that game. Sure, that's yeah. fair, but I mean, I certainly I heard more people talk about it in terms of multiplayer, so yeah. I'm curious to see. Well, I think people like I haven't heard much buzz about Wolfenstein, but everyone is excited by it. (laughs) The true Uh, (laughs) the true multiplayer for that is actually going to be Quake Champions. I bet. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then just to round it out. So, yeah, then just to round out. I don't know if I talked about this last podcast, but did I talk about Shadow War. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. that. Yeah. I've been playing trying to finish that it as it goes on. It's like it's weird in the sense that like as I played more of it, it's like. It's like there are parts of it that are just like hints of like the cool stuff that I saw in the first game, but like everything else about it's like super mediocre. Hmm. I, I I've definitely soured on it a little bit more since last playing it. Like okay. some of the cool things like with the Nemesis system are there, but they're like very few and far between just the normal hack and slash. Like yeah. I've enjoyed Dynasty Warriors more or Hyrule Warriors. Fire Emblem Warriors. <laughs> Eventually. So many. I've enjoyed a Warriors game more than I have Shadow of War. That's fucking weird. The jet lag is doing you in. Right? <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that kind yeah, of covers. Those are at least the, the big everything. ones that the hype is building yeah. for. And then everything I've been playing. Like, uh, I think, oh, yeah, there's some a couple other games like Absolver and Observer. Um, uh, well, Absolver is like the one by Devolver. Digital. Oh, that yeah, was like yeah. That, I've that heard of that one. Game yeah, that yeah. I'm still playing. It's still fun. Uh, Observer is like that. It's like a weird 2D 
shooter, like 2D um, dual joystick shooter, but it's like super fucking hard, and it's like this super cyberpunk thing that I, I just need to give it a shout out because it's really, really cool with the story and the things that it does. Cool. Has anyone played Cuphead yet? We talked oh, about that fuck briefly. Me. Christ, no. Yes. It looks, See, it, I, I don't it. want to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, yeah, I, I have played it, and it has, it looks beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful game. The music is amazing. Yeah. Fantastic voice acting I just would like to, point. I would like to point Everything out Everything about it is amazing, and I'll never play it. Yeah, Cuphead <laughs> yeah. is like absolute proof that... Let's play? <laughs> <laughs> All right, just so, before, I, before I say this statement, full disclosure, I work at a, game, a company called Unity. They make a game engine. Unity has been known... Say. Yeah. <laughs> Unity has been known for having shitty graphics. Like, I'm just gonna... It's true. That's just how... That's just the perception of it. Um, and that's just a fact. I don't agree with that, mostly because, hey, take a fucking look at Cuphead. True or not, but... Y- it's yeah. made in Unity, and, like, that hand-drawn is just so it's good. beautiful. It just, it looks so good. And it is hard, and I want to throw my controller at the screen every time <laughs> I play that game. You Fuck know what's one of the game. best things about that game, from what I've seen, is the sound design. Oh, it's every so good. Every single sound on that game plop, is plop. perfect. Like, like, yeah, the art style of that game... By by far beats out any other game I've seen this year. They've really yeah. won that concept, like taking those old like the creepy Betty Boop cartoons and stuff like that, and all the like crazy acided out '30s stuff, or like this the stuff where it like basically plays with like super super like absurdly dark themes for a cartoon. Yeah, and it's I still love when that happens. <laughs> it's still impossibly hard. Oh yep. my it's god. So- it, I I think it's a little bit easier on co-op. I've tried well, a little bit. We can experiment with this. Yeah, but it's like, oh man, I can't. I've I've only gotten to play Cuphead. Very I think badly. I've only gotten through like a couple handful <laughs> of the bosses, and like, yeah, like you like in today's day and age, it's like, like this is actually Cuphead is probably the real reason that I am enjoying Dynasty Warririors more than I am. It <laughs> in in this year where there are so many good games, I haven't had a game where I can turn my brain off. And just like play it as, while listening to a podcast yeah. or something or anything, and it's like Fire Emblem Warriors is that game. I just literally zone out and kill five hundred dudes in one attack. It's fucking great. Just hit X over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> nothing wrong with it at all. Well, uh, yeah, no. So I only really have one thing that I I've wanted to talk about for a few weeks. So. Yeah. I'm just going to sort of jump into that because it's something that it, I've thought about. Uh, I read an article a couple months ago about how people are teaching Grand Theft Auto in a high school. And I started thinking... Of, what? So if the reason Define for, teaching. Yeah. No, no, no. So what they're doing it as, and it sounded really interesting, is they're teaching sort of the stereotype of like so, of what it's doing, some of the satire it's putting in, and also kind of talking about the things it does poorly. Like, for example, some of the stuff it does around race. Uh, you know, all of the black characters in it are pretty much unable to stay away from crime and, you know, talking about, like, hey, you know, this is kind of problematic. So it's something where they're teaching the fact that it's satire. They're teaching, granted, bad satire, but, uh, you know, it's teaching... Is it, that really teaching Grand Theft Auto, or is this, like, teaching video games and culture because that's what it sounds I, like I mean, to that, me that is some of the question is yeah. like so like yeah i can kind of i can see where they're coming with the grand theft auto stuff being satire and like it is satire 
but also it's teaching very like some of the extreme. Yeah, it's extreme. They're obviously extreme versions of the characters that they play. Right? Yeah, it, teaching some of the culture around that. I mean, but which yeah. you have to do. I mean, I think of. Uh, I do you know how a lot of high schools, or not a lot of high schools, but some high schools will have you read Mein Kampf. Yeah, and is I was thinking that feels to me like something that we should do with games is yeah. teach like some of the historical cultural context around around games it's becoming such a ubiquitous part of culture and ubiquitous part of art yeah it is it is it is i mean i agree with most people that play games that games are in fact art right yeah and i i think that yeah there is there's something to be said where being able to show somebody gta right and say like hey take a look at this this is meant to be a satire let's look at how it extremifies a lot of um you know the cultures and kind of like sets it apart it's obviously no saints row three of which course is like the true the true like the parody of the parody in a weird yeah, way it, it goes even further but yeah um but it's like like i've tried to think of something where like in schools you know they have you read things like and maybe this was only my school but you have you read a lot of like existentialism stuff like sure a lot of like uh dostoyevsky dostoyevsky or dostoyevsky. Camus. Yeah. yeah and it's like or yeah like Camus, like watch reading what's that one uh that the stranger the, tr- i'm stranger. guessing yeah and it's like this is not meant to be like a how you should live book it's kind of meant to show the faults in in the topics that we're talking about in terms of, in terms of things like essentialism and like how he's viewing it. Cause it's not meant to be a pretty picture. Yeah. Or, or the historical context surrounding that, like, you know, that's a big, a big reason that, like I said, some schools will have you read Mein Kampf is not to be like, listen to this, but to be like, it's important that you understand inter- how fucked up this is It's important <laughs> that you do that. But also that you, if you do come across this, you know, this is a hip important historical piece. And I feel like I want some of that. And also like just thinking about the possibility for games as an educational tool, like what I wouldn't give for like Ken Burns civil war video game. Like I would love that shit. Maybe I'm a weird dude, but You're I would fucking dude. love that. Yeah, shit. Yeah. That's pretty fucking weird. That's a little weird. Well, well just I mean, like thinking no, about, I mean, like, no, I agree. Yeah. You have somebody like, you have a video game about like a historical event that's yeah. like from the perspective of the person in that event. And you like, like, cause Ken Burns yeah. like takes the letters and you get all the doubts and unhappinesses mm-hmm. and just like, maybe this is kind of fucked up kind of thing. And like bringing that into thing where you're actually playing it yeah. through that. I would love that. It's really interesting. Cause like, I remember something that I didn't get fully when my teacher first said it because i hadn't played it but like my teacher at one point my history teacher said by the way civilization is not a good way to learn about history (laughs) (laughs) no and and like you know that's actually fairly true because like obviously you as with the player having control and i think um having control and be able to modify history essentially and i think that actually does um raise one of the questions against it in the sense that you know, with so much player control, you if you show historical events like right, like something like Assassin's Assassin's Creed, it's obviously fictional. And in order to give the player more, um, something more interesting to play with, they obviously modify history a bit. That said, I wouldn't mind if you know Ubisoft ever came out with a historical, ac- historically accurate simulator that ran on top of the Assassin's Creed engine and basically accurately portrayed the worlds that they're betraying in history. Because I think, yeah, they can get real close to that. If we go back to the 
the concept of GTA as a teaching tool, though, I think one thing that we haven't discussed uh, about that so far is the treatment of women in that game well, where yeah, there yeah, isn't a playable female character the yeah. women in that game are prostitutes yep. or if and, you if or, you sleep with a woman you gain health and then also you can murder her so you don't pay her yeah and, and that yeah, was some of the and other that's things pretty that, fucked up and i don't think that that's the kind of thing that should be anywhere near a school well i mean like would we i guess like what i'm more thinking it's not that they're teaching the game is like this, this is, is an example of what you should be I'd be pretty pissed off if I knew that my tax dollars were paying for somebody's GTA game. I'll just say Which that. Which is fair. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's a private school, so, you know, you, you aren't right. paying for it. But it's the kind of thing where, you know, I, I almost think that's part of the reason that you should have at least, if not, like, playing the game as part of your school curriculum. I'm not certainly saying that for every game. Yeah. But certainly games like, you know, Assassin's Creed's a good example as being like, hey, you know, you're playing this game this these things are accurate these things are not or gta is like hey this is like they're trying to create this really fucked up super masculine version of america or like super stereotypically masculine version of america yeah so definitely the thing we want to do is get that in front of a bunch of young girls in high school and show no, them no, no, this but, fucked up world that definitely wouldn't be a terrible but I, thing. I think presenting it within the context of like this is super fucked up like rather than encountering it on your own because yeah i, guess I, I, I do mean. think i do think that there needs to be there does need to be a level of sense where like this is not something i don't think you can play gta and talk about like the culture like the like the the times in the culture because like gta is almost strictly like vice city is 70s you get the 90s yeah. the sort of drugged fights all the way to modern day i don't think you could show those games in that context to like a normal history class no you absolutely not that said like if you were in like an ib or ap history class where you 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 do kind of touch on that on the material that's a little bit more on the edge um because you know you're afforded that because hey you got higher grades we know that essentially on some <laughs> level you can think a little bit what? better huh <laughs> You what? To, don't you have to be high, you don't have to get high like have well, a minimum you, GPA you, in order to get into AP? No, no. Oh my, you my school. Want to. You have to oh opt really? Yeah, dude. Opt my school is way different. It's like in order to get into certain AP classes, the teacher below, like the teacher that your current teacher had to approve. Wow. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> nope. So perhaps, so perhaps I'm mistaken in how our school no, system is I mean, more fucked it, up it, than I thought it was. Even so, it's <laughs> the kind of thing where you have to opt into wanting to challenge yourself a little bit yeah. more. Like, like hypothetically speaking. What about schools where kids don't have access to that? No, 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 yeah. Now, now I think that this this here poses a great solution or a great question in a sense that, yeah, we can talk about how games are being used in this sort of way in these sort of nice ideal situations, but that's not the majority of America. Sure. And that's, yeah. And, and it's interesting to think about. Like, yeah, it's easy for us, for me to see it being added to my, to my own school curriculum because I was very privileged and I got lucky. I got went to a magnet school where we didn't have sports. All of the money was spent on education. We focused on AP classes were basically like the real focus of everything. And like I could see it thriving in a in a uh situation like that. But I don't necessarily know if it's that's going to have the same impact um with schools without that can't afford that opportunity. Without the kind of resources. That's fair. And you know, I have to Take it back to this again. If I had been, and I was in a similar situation where I had a school in a nice neighborhood where I there was a lot of focus on academics, uh, if GTA had been a thing that was in my school, I would not have taken that class. It would have been a horrible experience for me as a female person 
having to be exposed to the horrible bullshit in that game, I would not have been mature enough to be able to handle it at that age. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's very fair. It, I mean, yeah, definitely. It's definitely like a... The notion of people my age when I was in high school being exposed to that now in 2017, huh? That's a terrible idea. Yeah, I hate I, it. I, I mean, I guess more where I come from on that. I, it's not that I disagree with you. I'm not super happy about necessarily them being exposed. It's just that... I feel like they're going to be exposed no matter what, and I'd rather present it in the context of like, like a sex education class does not to, I mean, that's a bad example, but in the sense of like, you're going to, you're going to be exposed to this. We want you to be exposed to it in a way that's more controlled. And so you understand the context surrounding it. So you understand you are. That this that's is bad. That's definitely but... true, but that's why we read To Kill a Mockingbird. Very fair. That's true. And we're not being put in a situation where GTA, there's GTA Online, where basically the the absolute worst of humanity comes to the That's surface. That's really, really true. Actually, How GTA Online, online GTA, I would argue that GTA oh. Online is probably one of the more tame online multiplayer experiences out there. Yeah, most of them and are And that's terrible. not great. Yeah. <laughs> like... I mean, yeah, we can we can get into we can get into PUBG and wow. and in actuality the real or like the real, Call of Duty the real no like the, like Call of Duty is just fourteen year olds yelling at League each of other. Legends, that's where yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, oh, let's yeah, get let's get in the MOBA so we yeah, want to talk yeah. about true toxicity. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah, it's like I'm I'm on the fence about it, right? Because like on one hand, I do think I think that certain games can provide use. Obviously, like I mean, we played Oregon Trail, right? Yeah. We played Oregon Trail as a kid Absolutely. in school. I probably wouldn't play Oregon Trail by myself if I had the opportunity. Um, that said, I don't think, you know, we, we shouldn't have things like, uh, what's it like, Custer's Last Revenge, right? Yeah, I mean, Custer, Custer's Revenge or whatever being certainly arguably the most fucked up game of all time. Basically. Um, I don't really know much about it. Can you explain? It's a, it was a old was it C sixty four Commodore? Uh, either Commodore or, or NES. One no, of two. it was not NES. It was. It was definitely. I thought it was, it was that era. Yeah, it was like it was like so. Like, it's like a super stupid two D game where you play Custer and basically you shoot a. Is it you shoot or no? You are avoiding arrows. Oh, so as you, you avoid attempt arrows. to uh, rape a Native American woman because she's yeah because she, she's like she's so oh she's, my god so, so she's like she's That's like on, what it is she's like it's tied to a post. Yeah, up. she's it like is so fucked. She's up. like tied to a post, basically, right? And yep. then there are arrows coming at you. You dodge all the arrows. You get to her, and then basically ends with sex. Yes, rape. And it was one of the. the it was one of the most successful games of its time. Yep. Are you kidding? Yeah. No. Oh. But again, like again, you have Same. to. Same. <laughs> Big mood. I mean, you get you again. You have to. You have to look at the time, the cultures, and stuff like that. And it's not surprising to see that. Yeah, that is obviously. One of the things, I mean, fuck, Leisure Shoot Larry was one of the most successful franchises yep. of all time in the 90s. Yep. And that's equally fucked up. Well, not equally fucked up, but it is similarly fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I guess sort of where I feel is uh, I would love a class to teach. I mean, like, this feels almost like a college course. Yeah, to I teach mean, about that's, the, like, that's why I feel like we're leaning towards more of like, it sh- there needs to be a sense of maturity before you can start attacking these concepts with a level of seriousness yeah i mean i mean i guess some of where i'm thinking about this comes from i feel like a lot of the a lot of people's 
aggression towards the people who criticize sexism, racism in video games. Like, there's a lot of that. Certainly a lot of that comes from internalized sexism and racism, but I feel like also a lot of it comes from you have this attachment to growing up with video games. Yeah. And then when somebody attacks an element of that, you just, like, lash out to or, protect or, it. Or it's like, yeah, it's like that, and on the same level, like, this probably goes back to some of the more censoring stuff that Nintendo does, right? Where, sure. Where certain aspects of games are removed because it doesn't fit culturally with Western with Western uh, standards, right? Yeah. Like, for example, like the Fire Emblem Awakening uh, minigame where you could, you had like a slight minigame where you could basically touch the person that you were romancing and they would, they'd be into it. Yeah. Which is like, it's like, and you would like literally like blow, <sighs> blow on the DS. Yeah. Or I mean... Weird. Pokemon's casino went away because was yeah. Australia. Yeah, 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 but no, but like I'm saying, like stuff like that, right? Where really haven't like come like the that casino far. stuff is a, the casino stuff is a little weird because yeah. it's like you have that plus the violent stuff with Germany, but when it comes to that sort of thing that is potentially, you know, sexist, especially a lot of the a lot of like Japanese games, you know, are a lot more ubiquitous with girls in skimpy clothing because yeah and and harassment yeah because it's like is a larger part yeah it's like it's 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 a different culture right and there are certain aspects that are more appropriate for that culture that have been removed and i do see a lot of people on at least on the internet because everything's on the internet of course complaining about like hey you're ruining the game because you're taking away things that the game developer intentionally put in Yeah. I mean, if the game developer makes a decision to remove those things, then that's not them going against their vision. It's but, them but trying I to mean, align their vision with a, yeah. with the cultural the, norm. The, argue, the, the argument is that it's not the game developer, but it's Nintendo, right? So it's, like it's, the the pub- it's the public. It's not the developer, but it's the publisher. So there's a there's a small distinct difference there, right? But at the same time, any publisher is or any developer signing up to work with a publisher. You no, 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 yeah, like, I don't I don't disagree from, like, a contractual or they don't have any right to change it, right? Like, they have absolutely every single right to change it. That said, I do, I do understand the argument where it's, like, you're changing something fundamental about the game and you are attached to that concept of what a game is, yeah. right? And you feel then on, on a new basis, you feel offended when somebody attacks that concept. I mean, this is this, you could argue that this is more of a general, general issue where people become attached to things that are not their own arguments, right? That's also and become really be, a thing and become very emotional when somebody disagrees with them. But I think that pushing all of that aside, I do think that there is some merit to the argument that that there is something about games that can be unfairly attacked, and that. I mean, we talked about this during the sex sort of thing. Like, yeah. sex is fucking awkward in in video games, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nine, Universally. Nine, it's Universally. nine out of times. Nine out of ten times. Terrible. Well said. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, does that mean there are certain things that shouldn't be put in video games? Because at, at the same time, that also gets on a weird censorship. No, level, I don't right? think that we can say that there's things that shouldn't be put in video games. But I think that we have to put a lot more care into how those things are portrayed and the issue with GTA is that a lot of the most horrible things that I think we all agree are really shitty about our society and we should maybe do away with are not criticized in any way. Yes. Absolutely. And, and I'm not trying to say that they're lauded in any way either, but they're presented in a way that's like, hey, we're pretty neutral about this really shitty subject. It's like, you know, you can take a stance, a negative stance on that really shitty thing. Absolutely. And I, I, I guess <laughs> and I, you I, should. I do want to clarify with sort of my point about like particularly teaching GTA 
and you know, teaching games as a whole. I more just want, like, we teach a criticism of books and we teach a criticism of film starting relatively early, it seems, like, it, in, in terms of education. Yeah. And I feel like I want to see something similar for games at this point. I feel like we've hit that point where you should be teaching some critical stuff surrounding that, and that just... That yeah. hasn't really Weird, entered yeah. the See, conscious. Putting it that way, I like it much better. As yeah. opposed to yeah, saying that's more what I mean. GTA. I, it's, I, I, I wish you'd said that in the first place. I feel well, like the I mean, discussion would have gone guess, in yeah. a different direction. Well, the thing is, like, GTA is like the, the polarizing subject of, of this particular Exactly. That's why subject, I, I right? brought it up. Like, it'd be super easy to kind of go like, here, let's go ahead and show how like Super Mario Brothers has influenced, you know, or Mario in and of itself as a franchise has influenced pop culture and society throughout the world. You know, like I don't know. Look at all these Pokemon we have <laughs> currently in our arms at this moment. I mean, because like at the same time, it's like you look at Pokemon and should we ban Pokemon because it's basically it's cockfighting, it's witchcraft. <laughs> no, not witchcraft, cockfighting. Like it's no. it's dogfighting. Yeah, which is kind of a fucked up thing, but it's portrayed in the sense that like, hey, you are your bonds with your Pokemon are what enable you to win. Because you love them, it's okay. <laughs> right. So well, that's it's like fucked up when you think about it too. <laughs> Yeah, so like, I, I want to say that there's a weird, there is a weird line where it's like, there are there are certain games that I would like to see made, but I don't necessarily agree with. Like for yeah. example, there are a lot of visual novels that deal with sexual themes that sometimes are bad, but sometimes they're amazing, right? Because like you could have like your very typical, uh, Eroge, uh, visual novel where it's just basically all about one guy trying to sleep with a bunch of dudes and getting a, ha- uh, a harem, right? <laughs> or, nice. or, or, or one guy sleeping with a bunch of girls, sorry. Oh, I'm less Aww, interested now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sounded like my kind of game. Dude, <laughs> the harem is Evelyn's we jam. Can make that. But then, then on the other hand, you have something... Christine and I are forming a game development company. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, but then on the other hand, you have something like uh, Fruit of Grisaia or um, what's that one game where... Well, like, so I don't remember the other game, but the other game was... was uh, no, it's... um. I'm a huge fan of Oh Fuck, by the way. It's a yeah. great game. <laughs> That's a classic. It's and like, see, I think that to your point, that. though, that yeah. they wouldn't, in in teaching movies and teaching books, you don't learn about the shitty ones. You learn about the amazing ones. You learn about the groundbreaking yeah, We definitely ones. learn about the shitty or, or ones, too. controversial you, ones. You learn about, like for, like, for example. I'm not saying that we don't learn about controversial ones. I'm saying we learn about the good ones. Oh, the, the good me- controversial. The, the memorable ones. The ones that had an impact on books today and a really shitty visual novel that's no 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 yeah 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 i mean i i agree when it comes back to that statement but it's like gta you know has had a huge cultural impact it has had an enormous cultural impact so at the same time it's like yeah like heart of darkness is a really i was going to bring up exactly that because my high school taught heart of darkness but then also f- had us read the uh, essay by uh, the, the, uh Tennessee yes, Coates, yes, 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 yes. was it who yeah wrote like they, that? Yeah, or, uh, try, by talking about how heart of darkness is really racist how it's horrifically racist i forget if that was Tennessee Coates. no or, no uh, i think you're right i think you're right uh who was that and i'm blanking it i'll, I'll look it up so i'm I but, but, sure but yeah there, the there right was basically credit, in the but, description below yeah, there <laughs> right? was there was definitely like a response to heart of darkness that was basically calling out all its faults and that is taught in schools kind of to show that, like, hey, you can read this, and even though you read this and everything makes sense, let me whip this paper out on you and show, hey, by the way, that thing you were reading actually turned out to be super racist. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to rescind my point. Let's teach GTA in schools, but let's also teach 
teach the criticism of it teach the criticism and also teach every amazing game that we ever loved throughout our lives let's teach that said that said Uh, i think chinua achebe sorry okay yeah yeah. chinua achebe that's it i do i do agree i think i'm starting to come around to the sense that i don't know what age this would be appropriate to add, yeah. to, add to introduce to well if there's I one mean, high school well we start teaching criticism of books pretty young and we start with books for kids and there's like a million and one games for kids we teach minecraft in schools already technically yeah it's true we're getting yeah. there every school but it's like so you could do like but it's Pokemon. like can you, can you really criticize education. can you really <laughs> critique Trail. minecraft uh, you could you could you could you start could, start you, could you could critique it from a gameplay perspective, but like in terms of like Pokemon though, no. But I think that whoa, throw that on the floor. Um, <laughs> I think that the point is that it's going to get more acceptable to teach games in school because we're already yeah. teaching Minecraft. So let's yeah. open up the gates and learn about all these things. They're going to have enormous influence on kids, and that we don't criticize nearly enough. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't yeah because I don't know if I I guess my issue is that I don't know if I want a sixteen year old kid. To play um, uh, Spec Ops. <laughs> well, we just yeah. have to make intelligent <laughs> like, yeah. decisions. Like whole, yeah. like I mean, I mean, yeah. Obviously, we have to make intelligence over the games we show. But for a college class, I one hundred percent want you to fucking play Spec Ops. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, but there's a difference there. Because like, yeah, it, it almost. Fuck. I almost want it to be like. Because we there's a pretty good sense of progression in terms of like how we teach books. Yeah. It feels like we need to at least start thinking about how we teach video games because it's gonna happen. So we need to at least start thinking about yeah, what I think that would look like very, as a society. It's a very interesting. Do we start looking at the themes that go through the entire game that imply a deeper meaning of it? <laughs> it's there for a lot of games. It's yeah. there. I know it is. <laughs> and uh, I mean, yeah, like you can you can obviously go to a bunch of games where like what was it? Eternal Darkness is basically like a a a whole a basically a story about mental health issues yeah it would be interesting also looking at like you know explaining like uh, easter eggs in a historical context and you know kind of how you had to find them once upon a time and you didn't have the internet to <laughs> yeah. tell you where they the all is, were the thing is like i wonder if i wonder how useful those those concepts are mm-hmm. i think they'd be more useful in a place like digipen right sure. Yeah. that sure. teach you games i don't know if th- those are necessarily the topics that we would want to grapple from a because they're, they're game design issues, yeah. right? And they're game design... In, they're interesting, and I love talking about game design. That said, we don't also talk about how, you know, the specific, like, grammar choices that were made in Heart of Darkness. We talk about the overarching concept yeah, it, of it, You know, I feel like because games are becoming more and more ubiquitous, we're reaching, starting to reach a point where everyone has played games. We're going to need to have more of a cultural response to that, and we're going to see more of a cultural response to that, and I think that's going to be really interesting. It is going to be really in interesting, deep, and I think it's going dark to happen fu- in our deep, deep, dark VR future. <laughs> KFC chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what? Have you not seen that VR? Yeah, there's like KFC VR thing. It's a KFC training VR game. And it's like the colonel is like super like evil and like. It's literally like our dystopian future happening now. We're going to have to. I love it. You have to look it up. It's amazing. We're going to have to talk about that later. I have a VR headset. All right, we're I gonna, want this game. We gotta wrap it up before oh. things to get too crazy yeah, here. Going off the rails. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank Hon- you honestly, so- thank you. that sounds like the best like fast food uh, 
no, game it's, since Sneak King. It's, oh, it's utterly awful. So you're it's, a it's no, no, but like, but I, but I mean, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, because it's so nightmarish, this is literally we the can't best thing. Stop! We can't keep this up. All right, we got we got to wrap up. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you like what you heard, like us on social media. Check us out. Uh, Subscribe we have a Twitter to our podcast. At Pixel Radio, Radio Vids, I believe. Yes. Yep. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Look Wait. up Pixel Radio commentary. Yeah, we're. I'll, I'll we put some now? links. Yes. So we're gonna be. <laughs> we've we've had a YouTube. We're gonna be getting a lot more active now. Yeah. So hopefully. You guys uh, see a oh, lot also, more of us. also, don't forget that Extra Life is coming up. Yes. So we're and gonna. We will be live streaming. We that. are gonna try and do something for Extra Life. We'll see what that ends up well, being. But uh, I know Carlo and I are crazy. gonna do twenty four hours straight yeah. again this uh, year. I don't. What you're so we will see you next time. Yeah, we're gonna die. <laughs> Bye. Everyone, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next time.